Spring, is that you? Warmer temps mean new Allbirds styles. Meet the new Superlight Collection, the lightest ever shoes from Allbirds, now in fresh colors. These must-have travel shoes have a lighter-than-air feel and barely-there fit that made them the most packable shoes ever. Plus, they're comfy right out of the box. That means more comfort and less baggage. Experience how Allbirds is redefining comfort. Visit Allbirds.com and use code SUPER24 for a free pair of socks with a purchase of $48 or more. That's A-L-L-B-I-R-D-S dot com, code SUPER24. This is Saturday, October 19th, 2019, and welcome to episode number 177 of the WCWS Radio Network's weekly review show. This is WCWS Power Hour. Once again, this is Mr. WCWS Chad Hinchel uh, joining you as always. Of course, the rest of the panel way too tough to handle, of course, taking care of other uh, things this, this weekend, this evening. And we'll be talking to them hopefully here sometime uh, this coming week here, of course, starting with Raw Radio. <clears throat> but in the meantime here, folks, I'll be uh, bringing you, of course, a weekend review of what took place here in the radio network, <clears throat> which we had a lot of stuff uh, take place, of course. And also, of course, I'll be bringing you today's wrestling history and birthdays. There's also some wrestling news tidbits from, of course, 411mania.com. If you care to join us, of course, for... <clears throat> For of course uh, our uh, program here today, and chime in on anything you wish, chime in on anything that we talk about here today. Please feel free to give us a call here one six zero five five six two zero four four four. Call our ID one four one three six four pound, and press that one if you want to chime in on everything, anything and everything that we have, we have to talk about here this evening. Let's go ahead and get things started here with our wrestling history and birthdays here. For today here October the 19th and we have some very some very uh, big time moments here to talk about here let's go ahead and get right to it <clears throat> as we first start off here of course see 34 years ago today which we put it at 1985 in San Juan Puerto Rico Carlos Colon defeated Abdullah the Butcher to win the World Wrestling Council Universal Heavyweight title 18 years ago today, which would put it at 2001 in Yokohama, Japan, Vader and Two Cold Scorpio defeated Jun Akiyama and Atoshi Saido in a tournament final to be crowned the first ever pro wrestling NOAA GHC tag team champions. 18 years ago, uh, also in 2001, on this day in Perth, Australia, Road Dog Jesse James defeated Jeff Jarrett to become the first World Wrestling All-Stars World Heavyweight Champion. The roadie pins Jeff Jarrett, and that, that's unbelievable. <laughs> um, <clears throat> 16 years ago today, which we put it at 2003, WWE presented No Mercy from the first Mariner Arena in Baltimore, Maryland. About 8,500 were in attendance with 254,000 homes watching on pay-per-view, down from 300,000 the previous year. Of note, one of the show's featured bouts was a father-daughter I quit match. Intergender matches at the time were forbidden under Maryland's State Athletic Commission rules, but WWE paid the fine in advance to have the match go on as planned. In a pre-show Sunday night heat match, Billy Kidman defeated Shannon Moore. As for the remainder of the matchups, Tajiri 
Uh, Tajiri defeated Rey Mysterio to retain the Cruiserweight title. Chris Benoit defeated A-Train. Zach Gowan defeated Matt Hardy. The APA defeated the Basham brothers. Vince McMahon defeated his daughter Stephanie in an I Quit match when Linda McMahon threw in the towel on Stephanie's behalf. It would be Stephanie's final WWE TV appearance until Raw Homecoming in 2005. Just days after the match, Stephanie married Triple H. <clears throat> Kurt Angle defeated John Cena by submission. The Big Show defeated Eddie Guerrero to win the United States title. And Brock Lesnar defeated The Undertaker in a biker chain match to retain the WWE title. Let's see here, 15 years ago today, which we put it at uh, 2004, WWE presented Taboo Tuesday from the Bradley Center in Milwaukee, Wisconsin. Just 3,500 were in attendance with 174,000 homes watching on pay-per-view. This was the first pay-per-view in WWE history where match stipulations and opponents were determined by a fan vote. This was also the first WWE pay-per-view to air on a day other than Sunday, since Survivor Series in 1994, which aired in its then-traditional Thanksgiving Eve spot. In a pre-show dark match, Sergeant Sauter defeated Muhammad Hassan by DQ. Shelton Benjamin defeated Chris Jericho to win the IC title. Shelton won the right to challenge for the title with 37% of the vote. Batista finished second with 20%, and in a surprising third place, Jonathan Coachman with 7%. Of course, we were not surprised about that, really. Chris Stratus defeated Molly Holly, Stacey Keebler, Victoria, Gail Kim, Jazz, and Nidia in a Fulfill Your Fantasy Battle Royal to retain the WWE Women's title. The ladies all wore schoolgirl outfits as decided by 53% of the vote. Other choices were as a French maid, which was 30%, and a nurse's uniform, which was, was 17%. Gene Snitsky defeated Kane in a Weapon of Choice match the weapon of choice was a chain with 40%, beating out a steel chair and a lead pipe, with them, which got 30% each of the votes. Eugene defeated Eric Bischoff in a choose the loser's fate match. The loser's fate, as determined by fan vote, was a head shave, 59%, selected over wearing a dress and becoming the winner's servant is at 21% each. This was the one that Eric Bischoff and Jonathan Cochran tried to get out of until Vince McMahon kind of came in and interfered and made sure that that actually took place. Chris Benoit and Edge defeated La Resistance, Savon Grenier and Robert Conway to win the World Tag Team titles. Prior to, to the match, it was revealed that Shawn Michaels won the World Title Challenge vote. The two that did not win the vote would challenge for the tag titles. Christy Hemme defeated Carmella De Cesare in a lingerie pillow fight. The pillow fight won with 57% of the vote. Other options were an evening gown match, 33%, and an aerobics challenge, which was only 10%. Triple H defeated Shawn Michaels to retain the world heavyweight title. Despite a torn meniscus the night before, Shawn Michaels won the right to challenge for the title with 39% of the vote, with Edge finishing second at 33%, and Chris Benoit finishing third with 28%. And Randy Orton defeated Ric Flair in a steel cage match. Steel cage was a runaway fan choice for a stipulation with 68%, followed by a false count anywhere with 20%, and a submission match with only 12%. A very somber moment here, folks. 15 years ago today, which would put it at 2004, Michael Hegstrand, best known to many fans, as many fans as Road Warrior Hawk, suddenly died of a, of a heart attack at his home in Indian Rocks Head, Florida, only 46 years old. Born September 12, 1957 in Chicago, Hegstrand moved to Minneapolis as a boy. After graduating from high school in 1976, he worked odd jobs to make ends meet, such as meat butchering and bouncing for a bar. While he was a bouncer, he caught the eye of trainer Eddie, Eddie Sharkey, thinking Hegstrand, along with Joe Laurinaitis and Barry Darso, could make something of themselves in wrestling. Hegstrand would begin his wrestling career as Crusher Von Haig, as part of the traveling all-stars in Vancouver. Despite his love for powerlifting, he was considered small, and many thought he did not have the skills to make it. Hegstrand would grow weary of road life, so he, along with Sharky trainee Rick Rude, headed back home to Minneapolis. In 1983, Hegstrand, in a pinch, would be paired with Joe Laurinaitis. Joe's original partner was facing legal issues, 
and Ole Anderson would dub them the Road Warriors. The duo would be paired with manager Paul Ellering in Georgia Championship Wrestling. Michael and Joe would be renamed Hawk and Animal, and together the trio, trio would be known as, as the Legion of Doom. Inspired by the movie Mad Max 2, the Road Warrior, the duo would have mohawk heads, studded dog collars, spiked shoulder pads, and face paint, usually red, black, and white. Over the next few years, their smash mouth, no-nonsense style, and bombastic promos, often trademarked by Hawk Steen, well, and oh, what a rush, would prove to be a hit with the wrestling world, winning tag team championships in Georgia Championship Wrestling, AWA, All Japan Pro Wrestling, and by the end of 1988, the NWA. Despite being heels for much of most for much of their initial run, fans loved their style, which was innovative for their time. The duo would land in the WWF in 1990 and would feud with their counterparts, Demolition. Initially, initially, and at SummerSlam 1991, the duo would add the WWF tag team titles to their trophy case. They briefly left the WWF following losing the titles in January of 92, but returned with long manager Paul Ellering and a wooden dummy. Both members of the team thought the gimmick was stupid, and Hulk left the WWF entirely. Hulk would find moderate success as a singles competitor in Japan and Europe, winning the IWGP tag titles twice for New Japan Pro Wrestling with Kensuke Sasaki as the Hellraisers, but no North American promoter thought bringing the new duo over. He would also win the Catch Wrestling Association World Heavyweight title before making his way back to the States in 1993. Hawk would compete in NWA Eastern Championship Wrestling for a spell, then return to WCW as a partner for Dustin Rhodes and Davey Boy Smith. He left WCW again following Starcade 1993, and after a brief run in 1995, returned full-time with longtime partner Animal in January 96. They unsuccessfully challenged for the tag titles, and with the rise of the New World Order, they left again for the WWF. LOD would be a part of the Border War feud with the Heart Foundation in the summer and fall of 1997 and would defeat the Godwins to win the WWF Tag Titles in October 97. they lose the belts a month later to upstart team the New Age Outlaws. The duos would feud through the latter part of the year with one of Hawks Mohawks being shaved by the Outlaws. They would be repackaged to LOD 2000 with Sonny as their manager, but she would not be with the duo long. They were then paired with former football player Darren Pute Drozdov and would be a part of a controversial storyline involving Hawks' real-life alcohol and drug issues. It'd be, it would be later revealed in storyline that Hawk was enabled by Puke, ultimately leading to Hawks' suicide on air. That hit a little too close to home, and both Hegstrand and Laurinaitis left the company soon after. While Michael struggled with alcohol and drug addiction, Joe would wrestle solo. In 2001, Hegstrand was diagnosed with cardiomyopathy, preventing him from wrestling for a while. By the next year, the duo would work regularly again, most no, mostly on the, on the independent circuit, aside from one wrestling appearance each for TNA and WWE in 2003. Michael's final bout came two weeks before his death, teaming with Joe to take on Greg Valentine and Buff Bagwell. Hegstrand is part of the Legion of Doom, would be inducted into the WWE and Professional Wrestling Halls of Fame in 2011 and was part of the original Wrestling Observer Newsletter Hall of Fame class in 1996. In 2012, Hegstrand was posthumously inducted into the NWA Hall of Fame. <clears throat> Let's see. Uh, 12 years ago today, put at 2007, Crystal Marshall was released from WWE after turning down an angle where she would turn heel and align with Edge. The angle would have stemmed from Teddy Long's wedding gone wrong to Crystal a few weeks earlier. Ultimately, the role was filled by Vicky Guerrero. Uh, not, once again, 12 years ago, again today, in Las Vegas, Chris Hero defeated Human Tornado, Rocky Romero, Austin Aries, Roderick Strong, and Claudio Castagnoli, who of course we now know as Cesaro, to win the 2007 Ring of Honor Survival of the Fittest Tournament. Other participants in the tournament, but not qualifying for the final, included TJ Perkins, Carl Anderson, Delirious, Davy Richards, ROH champion, Nigel, Brian Danielson, of course, you know Daniel Bryan, Tony Kazina, and Shane Hagedorn, Hagedorn, I believe, yes. Of note, Hero scored all five eliminations in the final match. Uh, let's see here. 11 years ago today, put at 2008, Hulk Hogan's Celebrity Championship Wrestling debuted on CNT 
with appearances by Rob Van Dam and Bill Goldberg. The 10 cast members for the show's only season were former child actor Danny Bonaducci, boxing champion Butterbean, former child actors Todd Bridges, Dustin Diamond, and Aaron Murphy, former NBA player Dennis Rodman, reality TV star Trishel Canatella, former team pop singer Tiffany, model Nikki Ziering, and actor-singer Frank Stallone, of course, yes, brother of Sylvester Stallone. Tiffany was eliminated on the debut episode. Todd survived the elimination that week and ended up in the final before losing to Dennis Rodman. Uh, let's see. Four years ago today, we put it at 2015, Thomas Latimer is reinstated by TNA after domestic battery charges and false imprisonment charges were dropped by the Florida State Attorney's Office. Latimer, who, wrestles, who did wrestle for TNA as Bram, was arrested on August 30th of 16 in Gulf, Gulfport, Florida, on one count of each one count each of domestic battery and false imprisonment after his girlfriend alleged she held her down by the throat and refused to let her leave the bedroom. Latimer was arrested and released two days later after posting a $5,000 bond. Ten days later, after charges were dropped, Latimer finalized his divorce to Ashley Fleer, who wrestles, of course, currently in WWE as Charlotte. Uh, <clears throat> we have a very unique birthday here today. We, as we wish a, as we, um, we wish a very happy, let's see, 48th birthday to Julia Hammer Bevis. That's known to wrestling fans as Sweet Soraya Knight, or as WWE uh, female competitor Paige Causer Mum. That's Paige's mom. Yeah, that's right. Born in Halifax, West Yorkshire, England, Hammer left her Hamer left her home when she was 18 to become a chef for a holiday camp. It was there she met professional wrestler Rachel Knight. The two became inseparable and eventually began traveling together. Over the next few months, Hamer would make wrestling costumes for Ricky and put up and take down the ring. Julia debuted during that summer as Ricky's manager, Soraya. By 1993, Ricky proposed that Julia should wrestle, and she agreed. After two decades of promoting and wrestling throughout the United Kingdom, she made her American debut for Shimmer Women Athletes in March 2011 with her daughter, Brittany, managed by Rebecca Knox, of course, of course, Brittany now known as Paige, and of course, Rebecca Knox now known as Becky Lynch, respectively. The Knight Dynasty won their open challenge against Ariel and Nikki Rocks. They were successfully, uns, unsuccessfully challenged for the tag titles against the Seven Star Sisters, and the Knight Dynasty fell into a tailspin, <clears throat> resulting in mother and daughter feuding. Daughter Brittany defeated Mother Soraya at Shimmer Volume 44, Brittany's final match before leaving for Florida Championship Wrestling. Soraya would remain with Shimmer, ultimately defeating cheerleader Melissa at volume 48 for the Shimmer title in March of 2012. She would hold the title until the weekend of WrestleMania 29 before losing it back to cheerleader Melissa in a steel cage match. Julia, like I said, is currently married to Ricky Knight, and the couple have two children, of course, both in the wrestling business. She also owns her own wrestling promotion, Bellatrix Female Warriors, operating out of Norwich, England. Of course, a documentary was was produced on the nights in 2012 of course ultimately of course you know the movie fighting with my based on of course it later become a movie of course fighting with my family that was of course uh that was of course produced by the rock and the rock is actually has a cameo in that movie so happy birthday to happy birthday to Paige today and of course our hearts and prayers this this time around goes around to the family, of course, of Road Warrior Hawk. We know it's been a long time since he's passed on, but still, like I said, much respect that we have for for the legends of wrestling. And of course, luckily, thank goodness, of course, he is in also the Hall of Fame, along with Paul Evelyn and Animal. So there you go. There's your wrestling history and birthdays here for today, here October the 19th. Speaking of which, 1605-562-0444. Caller ID 141-364-pound. This is episode 177 of WWS Power Hour for Saturday, October 19, 2019, or at 6.35 p.m. Eastern Time. Mr. WWS Chad Henshaw here, of course, calling to you live from WWS HQ here in Trinity, North Carolina. <clears throat> As we, of course, get uh, set and prepared for what should be a big-time week coming up here in the, in the radio network, of course, uh, with... Uh, you know, Crown Jewel still be is still like at least um, about let's see, uh, 12 days out, ladies and gentlemen. But still, like I said, the hype is still getting 
worked up big time. So we got we got some ways to go here, but like I said, it is going to be a big show, no doubt about that. <clears throat> and of course, like I said, don't forget tomorrow morning, WWS this morning. We'll have it sometime between 7.30 and 8 o'clock Eastern time in the morning. Bring you, of course, uh, an early look at, of course, the uh, uh, wrestling history and birthdays for tomorrow, as well as, of course, a couple of quick uh, wrestling news uh, tidbits, courtesy of 411 Mania. Be sure to check us out tomorrow morning between sometime between 7.30 and 8 o'clock, uh, <clears throat> 805-8613 pound. Be sure to check us out uh, tomorrow morning for WWS this morning. Now, ladies and gentlemen, let's go ahead and give you a rundown of what, speaking of the radio network, let's just go ahead and get right into it and talk about what took place here this week. Of course, obviously still reeling over the uh, over the uh, the previous week's edition of SmackDown, of course, seeing out of all people, the, the, the female competitor who is representing SmackDown as his women's champion currently, who we used to think was huggable and lovable, but now she's more... Uh, she's more dark and dreary, and that's obviously I'm talking about Bailey. Um, this new look of Bailey, ladies and gentlemen, my own, as I said this before, and I say it again. This is really kind of a bad, bad move here on on, on WWE's part to really turn her this way. I mean, like, like I said before, it, it goes back to the John Cena thing, and they were trying to return John Cena back to that mode for a little bit. Um, they were trying to do that back to with Roman Reigns for short time here too but like i said i mean i mean the thing is is that some people think that some it's best to leave some things you know some it's best to leave some things alone you know because i mean what what works for the company i mean what's been working for the company for a long time should 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 remain should remain in that respect the same way uh and of course like i said here uh, you know, seeing Bailey in this dark role and all, I mean, I mean, especially what she said on SmackDown last night, I mean, pretty much, like I said, and I'm sure this is pretty much kind of, kind of probably with Sasha Banks probably pulling the strings and this is Bailey's probably Sasha Banks puppet, uh, you know, even go, going so far as to saying life sucks, then you die. Uh, like I said, ladies and gentlemen, this has hit, hit a whole new low as far as WWE is concerned. And this just really just goes to prove once again, Vince McMahon is a very, very sick human being. I mean, I mean, he's, I mean, he's more than just old. He's just, he's deranged. He's sick. He is, he is just absolutely, uh, he's absolutely positively, you know, it's, it's just, it's just hard to say. Um, it's just hard to say, you know, what, uh, you know, what, what frame of mind it could be. I think it's pretty much, it's pretty much come down to the science here, folks, that, you know, if, you know, Vince Man does not really, is, is just starting to lose, pretty, pretty much loses, lose the edge, lose his step. I mean, and, you know, just, it's just kind of hard. It's just kind of hard to, to, to see this. This is just plain to see, folks, that in light of this situation, of course, with AEW and all that, Vincent Mann is going to try to continue to keep every, every keep every single edge that he can in order to stay afloat and stay afloat here, and you know, just ignore pretty much everybody, everybody you know that comes his way, including AEW. I mean, just you know, you know, even you know, re, re, reiterating what. The father of AEW president Tony Khan was said the other week saying that they're not in competition. You see, while yes, you know, WWE, you know, folks from WWE did give AEW a nod on their debut and all, with of course with uh, with, with Dynamite there where the first night it, it aired and everything. Yes, that was a good that was a good uh, that was a good sign of, uh, of of respect there. But like I said. It's going to go a long run because they, they even say, you know, this is not just a sprint. This is a full-fledged marathon. And like I said, AEW is going to, I mean, WWE is going to really find out that AEW is in much better shape than, than WWE is currently. And they're going to outrun them in this marathon. I mean, I really, really, really feel that Raw SmackDown continues to dwindle a little bit here and there. This thing with, you know, moving in here, they've only been on Fox two weeks. 
and they haven't really come they haven't really jumped the jump jump the uh jump anything at all as far as you know what's magnet what uh you know what they need to do and they haven't really found the formula in order to compete with aew and yes in respect to shot khan tony khan's father there is competition going on mr khan uh you're just you're you're not there all the time to see it so my own personal opinion here sir is that you are 100 percent incorrect if anybody knows what's going on it's not it's not anybody in charge of the companies it's the wrestling fans period the wrestling fans know what is going on and we're not we're not we're not blind we're not blind we're not stupid we're not, we're not going to listen to any of this any any anything of what anybody has to say bar none bottom line 100 percent aw and wwe are in good or big time competition right now and like I said, Vince, you're starting to lose a lot of people really, really fast. And that's why AEW is starting to gain more and more ground. I mean, even this whole this whole thing with uh, this child from New Jersey having an opportunity to, uh, you know, dressing up as an AEW superstar coming into the ring. You know, that's some stuff you used to do, Vince. But you don't do that. You don't do that. have that done much anymore, do you? No, you don't. So... My personal opinion, bar none, Vince, you you simply just lost touch with reality. You have lost step here. You don't know what you're doing. You change things in the heat of the moment, and I, I think the fans are really kind of getting tired of it. And I think you know, at some point down the road here, if you really, really know what want to know what's going on, you really need to get out and really you, you really need to get out there and really get to the fans and listen to what the fans have to say because the fans know what's going on. The fans are fans are very very smart i mean especially we here in the radio network and we can run that company a lot better than you can and there's one person in the company right now that can that can actually possibly take that company to a brand new level and maybe you know then they might have a chance of surviving against the state with aew and that is ladies and that is more that is simply events your own son-in-law triple h i mean why nxt wouldn't be where it is now if it wasn't for him yeah, I mean, of course, there's a lot of other people behind the scenes, sure, not taking anything away from them. But Triple H has really spearheaded that thing. Bottom line, he has seen the true potential. He has seen the true talent. And like I said, you don't need to, at least none of the, those superstars in NXT will be kissing your hind end. And, all, and a lot of these superstars is simply, like I said, that you had, that, that you know, that you thought that, that you made and all that stuff. Well, the superstars made themselves, Vince. You didn't make it. Okay. And I know that that, that probably, nips at you a little bit here and there that you want to have every single edge that you can but it's not going to happen Vince this is on you're on this little bit of a tirade which is pretty much all it is you're just simply just another on nothing on but a pure unadulterated tirade Vince and it's got to stop and it's got to stop all the way so so Vince you need to start, start thinking of something original and start thinking of something unique because if you don't Vince sooner or later it's just going to come back and haunt you so and this is coming from this is coming from someone who's watched who has watched a big fan of those things like old school stuff like WWF, WCW, ECW. You know, you know, back in the some of the stuff that you own currently now, thanks to the network and all. Like I said, and you know, we a lot of people did have a lot of respect for you back in the day, but now all of a sudden you just suddenly just start going downhill. And of course, a lot of our people feel that you've already reach that mark and it's coming now to a point there Vince that I think that that you have started losing a whole lot of ground you've started losing a whole lot of respect you start losing a whole lot of and you're gonna start losing uh so you're gonna start losing revenue you're gonna start losing um you know sponsors you're gonna start losing um you know merchandise and all that your merchandise is gonna go for next to nothing I mean it's gonna be they're gonna practically come become collector's items before too long because those are going to end up being going out of business here soon if you don't start coming up with your own routine so you need to start thinking about that bench you're going to end up just like your competition out of business so keep that in mind and other than that ladies and gentlemen of course we did of course give our thoughts and opinions as to what happened with raw also our thoughts as to what would happen on smackdown of course aew and nxt of course jd john fonzie uh, we're not, of course, like I said, stepped up to the plate here and was not afraid, of course, to let their feelings known about everything that went on here. Uh, of course, uh, we did hear, of course, the Nationals, of course, making it 
to the World Series. And of course, like today, wait the winners of either winners of the series going on right now between the Houston Astros and the New York Yankees. A lot of people are feeling that the Houston Astros might, might be their time to face up to, to get back in the World Series hunt. Uh, but, you know, but like I said, either way, I mean, of course, like I said, one of our own here is a big fan of the Nationals, of course, uh, the human suplex machine, John Gross. So, of course, big, big, big kudos there to him. Of course, def- I know he's definitely going to want to keep up with some of that stuff here for us, him and J.D. both. So, like I said, folks, we're going to let that fly, and we're going to try to keep up, up, keep you up to date with all that. Of course, with WWS Sports Roundup here, of course, that page will be utilized greatly. So I definitely would like to see – we'll definitely start, start seeing some stuff there very, very soon. Trust me, you will. Um, of course, also, we did have a contenders match between John and Fonzie. Um, with the stipulation here that if John won the match, then he would then he would get his shot at the LWWS world title against the Heartbreak Kid Fonzie. If Fonzie won, that means that John would have to challenge JD for one of his. I did reveal that the belt that he would have gone for would have been the NWA US Mid Atlantic Heavyweight title, which actually JD did win from John not too long ago. And I figured that a possible rematch could pop up at any time. Uh, but ultimately, it ended up ended up being John winning the match. So John actually, um, so so John actually is going to be challenging Fonzie for the LWOUS World Title here soon. Um, we don't know when exactly. I will keep everybody informed of that. Also, of course, ladies and gentlemen, we still have, of course, another challenge match that uh, that. That was made by Mr. Hulkamania, Bob Ziegler, of course, towards the Iceman, Jared DiGeralmo. And, and the match is set. It's not as to when it is. That part is not set. Yet. But I can tell you that the match that is, that, that, that what the match is, is that Mr. Hulkamania, Bob Ziegler, will face off against the Iceman, Jared DiGeralmo. It'll be a title versus title match. It'll be done under Wrestling Jeopardy rules. Bobby will be putting up the ECWUS Hardcore title, which he won recently from the Hell on the Cell prediction title challenge and the Iceman will be putting up the WWF US uh, junior heavyweight title <clears throat> which uh, so uh, but as to when we'll do it we're not sure we're planning on we're planning on possibly possibly doing it on uh, making it an episode of wrestling championship challenge but we have not heard anything from either JD or Bobby as to whether or not when they want to take care of this match but we'll keep you informed, of course, of the mix here. Indeed, I will also tell you that for as far as our, as far as our crown jewel prediction title challenge is concerned, um, Bobby, JD, Fonzie, John, Ann, and Michelle are are in the running for this as well. We can reveal that we do have we do have, of course, officially now six matches lined up here. Uh, as far as 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 far as, of course. Uh, Crown Jewel is concerned, and I'll be talk, talking about that, talking about that right here in our wrestling news tidbits coming up here in just a few moments. But of course, ladies and gentlemen, that's what took place here all during the week here in the radio network. And and like I said, and like I said, next week, of course, I'll be a I'll be uh, some great moments there indeed. Uh, we were we of course unfortunately did not get a chance last night to hear from Black Widow Michelle Lynn Dodds. I'm sure due to a due to a prior commitment. And as well as the same was with Danny for a park. He did inform us of something he had to take care of. And we may not get to hear from him that often on Fridays like we used to, but we will keep everybody informed about that. He will be, of course, be posting some updates and reports here, of course, hopefully on the WWS Network news page here next couple, next day or two about what he thought of wrestling. This stuff went on in wrestling this past week. Um, so we'll keep everybody informed of that whenever Danny does get that posted and all. It'll be a, a great thing. To, that'd be a good thing to watch out for and all that great stuff. So there you have it there, folks. And be sure to check out all of our episodes this past week here in the in the radio network. Of course, always archived, of course, on TalkShoe.com. The phone number is always 1-605-562-0444. Of course, today, caller ID 141-364-POUND. We are at 6.51 p.m. Eastern Time. Episode 177 of WWS Power Hour. Um, Mr. WWS, Chad Hinshaw here, of course. Uh, the rest of the panel, way too tough to handle, of course, taking it easy here today. 
as we'll be winding up, we will be definitely, of course, winding things down here just a moment with our wrestling, wrestling news tidbits. But before we do, I'll go ahead and give you our plugs here. First off, of course, Perpetual Uniquity on eBay, ebay.com forward slash str forward slash Perpetual Uniquity. Of course, P-E-R-P-U-T-A-L-U-N-I-Q-U-I-T-Y. Of course, our slogan is Internet Retail for the Eternally Distinctive Individual. Of course, about 200 items are still posted there on the page. Um, of course, we have everything. <clears throat> we have it. We have everything, of course, from uh, <clears throat> uh, Hot Wheels and other classic, uh, uh, classic Hot Wheels cars. Uh, also, of course, men's, women's, and children's clothing, uh, rock and roll memorabilia, especially, of course, uh, uh, from. Every, uh, primarily from the rock group Kiss, but there's a lot of other uh, rock band stuff on there too, rock and roll stuff on there as well. As well. Definitely check it out. Uh, also, video games for the PlayStation 3, PlayStation 4, Xbox 360, and <clears throat> and PSP. And also, ladies and gentlemen, we still have some DVDs still posted on the page. Be sure to check it out. Uh, uh, some some are uh, sets of three uh, DVDs in one setting. And others are just one DVD by themselves. I know there are some wrestling DVDs left. Um, there are some other movies there. I'm not sure what all the other movies are, but uh, but definitely check it out here. Check it out here today. There's a lot of great buys there, and this might be some stuff you haven't seen in a long time or stuff you may have never seen before. But definitely check it out here today at Perpetual Uniquely. And also, ladies and gentlemen, Bulldog DVD sales and variety. Want to definitely throw that post out there as well. As of course, as you know here, of course, we have, of course, a wide selection of DVDs and Blu-rays, all, of course, um, posted as several different lists, of course, on the page, all of them personally inspected by yours truly here, Mr. WSWS, Chad Hinshaw. And I will tell you, ladies and gentlemen, that if it hadn't been that, if, like I said, if, it, if they're not on the page, that means because they are not, they're, they're, then, of course, there is something going, there is something wrong with them. And, of course, I wouldn't have posted anything on there that, that, that has any sort of problem whatsoever but every single one that's posted there has been checked out by me and they are all, and they are all in good working condition so i can vouch for all that ladies and gentlemen and of course we still have our ongoing sale ongoing special here throughout the end of the year every single dvd and blu-ray posted posted on there now regardless of single or multiple disc sets all of them are worth one dollar yes ladies and gentlemen one dollar uh, you'll find some very interesting stuff here. Music DVDs, sports DVDs, wrestling DVDs, uh, different seasons of different TV shows, old and new on DVD. Uh, movies that like on DVD and Blu-ray, of course, stemming everything from action adventure to comedy to horror to drama uh, to uh, children's and other animated movies as well. Um, and, of course, new ones are being added on every day. Uh, also science fiction, I should say, yes. Um, so, and new ones are being added on every day, so definitely check them out here today. Indeed, but like I said, our ongoing special here is that all that every DVD posted is worth one dollar. Be sure to check it out here today. <clears throat> and uh, of course, as we always say here at Bulldog DVD Sales and Variety, we take a bite out of the cost so you can enjoy your favorite selection. Be sure to check out the page here today. Once again, that's facebook.com forward slash groups forward slash Bulldog DVD Sales Variety. Check it out here today. Tell Mr. WWS sent you. Let's go ahead and go here to the, of course, some wrestling news tidbits before we close out the show here on episode 177 of Power Hour. Uh, one of the, of course, uh, first off, I will go ahead and tell you, of course, we do thank our fan, our friends, yeah, friends and fans, we'll say. At Four, we do thank our friends and fans at 411mania.com for allowing us here in the WWS radio network for allow us to read their stories on all of our shows including of course revolution wolfpack raw radio power hour outside the ropes wws this morning and others and of course the first story that we have right off the bat here of course as i did mention here of course we have the updated card for wwe crown jewel uh, of course coming up like we said on halloween here in in uh, of course uh in Saudi Arabia, and of course, this was updated here uh, uh, as of. And I do thank the Heartbreak Kid Fonzie for bringing that this to my attention here. Of course, 
um, uh, bring, this, bring this to my attention, of course, their last night on Revolution. Uh, as we currently have, as we currently have right now, uh, let me go ahead and bring you this story right here. Uh, Jeremy Thomas brought a story out yesterday. So let me go ahead and let's go ahead and read, read this off here to you. WWE has an updated card for Crown Jewel following Smack. Of course, it came up following SmackDown last night with the Team Hogan versus Team Flair match reconfigured. Of course, you can check. You can, there's an updated card right here for the show, which takes place on Halloween in, in of course, Saudi Arabia and it airs live on WWE Network. Uh, forgive me for not being able to pronounce the name of the city that's in, uh, but I'm not going to be disrespectful, disrespectful by trying to pronounce it. Uh, <clears throat> here we go. First off, here we have, of course, a ten-man, ten-man tag team match. Uh, rep- of course, like I said, uh, uh, of course, uh, teams that are coached by Hall of Famers Hulk Hogan and Ric Flair, representing Hogan, is now the new team captain Roman Reigns. Also, Rusev, Ricochet, Shorty G, who's Chad Gable, and Ali. We'll take on a team captain by Hall of Famer, two-time Hall of Famer Ric Flair, captain by RKO himself, Randy Orton. Also, of course, uh, Court Jester Corbin, uh, the Intercontinental Champion Shinsuke Nakamura, Bobby Lashley, and they have yet to name a fifth person, which I don't know if it will come from Raw, if it will come from SmackDown. There's been a lot of rumors flying around as to who it might be. Uh, there was some flying around last night from our own people um, that could be Andre Cianomis. That it could be Triple H, that it could be John Cena, that it could be Kane. Um, let's see here. Um, there was there was uh, there was one other name, but I did not catch it. But anyway, of course, there have been some rumors as to who that fifth man might be. Um, so we have to wait and see what all happens there with that. So, but anyway, like I said, uh, um, we all thought that at the time, like I said, that the that Hogan's team was was kind of a little bit more handicapped than uh flair's team with the fact that seth rollins had been had, had been taken out of the match but now has officially been had now officially been uh, uh had not officially been confirmed that like i said that <clears throat> that now every with the exception of one more member for team flair the match is pretty much all set and done Next up is a WWE title match. Of course, Brock Lesnar will be defending the belt against Kane Velasquez. Of course, a little bit of a rematch from their days in the UFC from about nine years ago. A false count anywhere match, and this is the one. This is why Seth Rollins was taken out of the uh, 10-man tag. A false count anywhere match for the Universal Title. Seth Rollins will defend against the Fiend Bray Wyatt once again. And they're predicting some early predictions about this match, ladies and gentlemen, as I'm hearing that there's a possibility that Bray Wyatt may, may come up on top and pick up a universal belt, but we're not sure yet, but we'll, we'll, we'll let you know here as soon as we find out some more about that. Uh, Braun Strowman is set to take on uh, boxing great Tyson Fury. Also Mansoor, Mansoor, I guess is how you pronounce his name, will take on Cesaro and a tag team turmoil match for the WWE World Cup. The New Day, the Viking Raiders, Heavy Machinery, Lucha House Party, Zack Ryder and Kirk Hall, Kurt Hawkins, the Revival, the OC, Ziggler and Rude, and the B team will be taking part in this. Now, of course, like I said, the New Day, we don't know what representation it could be for that, as well as, of course, uh, the OC, they don't know what representation it could be in that. But, of course, anything is, anything is, of course, possible in that. uh, uh, So we'll just definitely have to see what all happens here with that. But uh, as soon as we get any more updates about Crown Jewel, we'll, we'll definitely throw that out here to you. Uh, another story here. Let me see here. Um, um, also coming out yesterday from Jeremy Thomas, some WWE news right here. Uh, uh, Finn Balor tattoo. Also, the SmackDown Women's Champion Bailey comments on tonight on on the six on the six pack challenge that they had last night on SmackDown. Plus some highlights from NXT UK. Let's 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 see uh, let's let's see let's see what we have here. Uh, Finn Balor picked up some new ink ahead of his return to, to the road for NXT. Balor posted a couple of pictures of a dinosaur tattoo he got on his elbow 
to uh, to Twitter. I do believe this was from Thursday. And, of course, there's a picture right here of it there indeed. Uh, so very, uh, very unique-looking dinosaur. Yeah, it was posted, uh, let's see, at 3.39 p.m. on the 16th. I believe that was that was this past Wednesday, I believe, okay? Uh, Bailey took Bailey took the Twitter took the Twitter yesterday herself commenting on the six pack challenge that will take that did take place on last night's SmackDown. Of course, Nikki Cross, Lacey Evans, Carmella, Sonya Deville, Mandy Rose, and Dana Brooke will face off for a shot at Bailey's title. Bailey snarked that despite not being in the match, Charlotte Flair will still win. And then told her to show me something. Uh, at 11.24 a.m. yesterday, she says, I bet Charlotte still wins. Okay. Uh, <clears throat> this was in response to WWE's, um, WWE's posting about the match. And then Bailey said this, and about a minute later, she says, somebody show me something. So, so apparently, ladies and gentlemen, we did now confirm that Nikki Cross won that six-pack challenge. We don't know when the match is going to take place, but Bailey is going to be defending the SmackDown Women's title some point down the road against Nikki Cross. But we don't know. It might be next week. Who knows? And, of course, like I said, uh, of course, there's a video, ladies and gentlemen, of the highlights from NXT UK if you want to take it, if you want to uh, check that out. Uh, let's see. Another story that we have here, of course, uh, this may this came out yesterday from Jeremy Thomas. Apparently, announcer Justin Roberts has officially signed his AEW contract. It is official. Justin Roberts is all evil. Roberts noted on Instagram that he has signed his con, K-H-A-N, track with AEW. Roberts noted that the contract signing comes five years to the week when he was released from WWE back in 2014. Of course, in the post, which, you, which I will mention right here, Roberts thanked everyone who has supported him as as um, uh, as well as AEW for believing in me. So, so ladies and gentlemen, official teams that Justin Roberts will be your main ring announcer for AEW. So there you go. Of course, he says, oh, this is on his Twitter, I mean, on his Instagram, he says, breaking news five years to the week when it ended and I thought my final announcement had been made. The con, K-H-A-N, said that word, the contract, has been signed and it's officially time to begin again. Thank you for everyone of you who supported me over the years and asked me to come back. And thank you to AEW for believing in me. Tony, Cody, Nick, Matt, Kenny, Brandy, Dana, Chris, and company have created something so special as a fan and as an announcer. I am beyond excited and happy to be a part of it. Hashtag I'm with AEW. Hashtag but on paper now. Hashtag begin again. Hashtag AEW. Hashtag AEW, hashtag AEW Dynamite, hashtag follow your dreams, and just as importantly, hashtag never give up on your dreams. I would agree with that. Amen to that. And we thought we had that was on the story that this now popped in here on 411 Mania, and I've got to read, and I, I will definitely uh, read this uh, story as soon as we get that up and running here, folks. Uh, so my, my apologies here for the. Uh, yes, okay. Uh, apparently, Jeffrey Harris has posted this. Uh, it looks like it was posted part of a... Uh, um, as apparently, after 205 Live took place, apparently, the fiend Bray Wyatt attacked Cesaro. Uh, let me go ahead and, and... Let me go ahead and read this right here. It looks like Cesaro just can't catch a break. Earlier this month, Bray Wyatt and his Fiend persona attacked Cesaro after Raw went off the went off their ear, interrupting a dark match between Cesaro and The Miz. It happened again last night after 205 Live went off the air. The Miz and Cesaro had a dark match main event that started after 205 Live went off the air. Later, Bray Wyatt interrupted the match with the Fiend persona and delivered the mandible call to Cesaro. You can check out some of the footage from the segment that was posted online via Twitter. And we might listen to some of that before we go. Um, um, uh, WrestlingInc.com reports that earlier tonight, The Fiend warned The Miz in a commercial break segment 
that was shown to the to, to the crown after the Miss TV segment. However, the fiend attacks Cesaro instead during the off-air main event. Um, uh, uh, someone named, a fan named Tim Rose at Tim Rose tweeting said, Miz and Cesaro were the dark match. Cesaro swung the Miz around 20 times. He sent him up then for the neutralizer, and then this happens. This was at 11, 12 p.m. last uh, uh, last night. Let's let's play this video. Let's see what this. Stand by, folks. We're trying to get the video. Here we go. 45 second video. There you have it there. Uh, and and unofficial and and, and the Bray White's Twitter Twitter handle, unofficial the fiend at Bray White 1977. He says the fiend came out after SmackDown went off the air and attacked Cesaro. And this was posted at early this morning at 1.28 a.m. So uh, another video from another fan named Tommy at Tommy OG61 says the fiend attacked Cesaro. After hashtag SmackDown at WrestleZone.com. This was at 11 o'clock last night. Chris Hans also posted the video. Um, and there's a bunch of them on this page if you want to check it out. But what he's saying here is at Chris Hans 4. Got a video for you, What Culture Wrestling Boys, at Adam Cleary, at Adam Wilborn, at Simon Miller 316, at Andy H. Murray. The Fiend came out after SmackDown on Fox and, and Mandible Claw Cesaro after threatening The Miz earlier. And, and apparently, um, apparently this, this one came out here. Um, let's see here. I think this was about uh, uh, at, at 3.50 a.m. this morning, WrestlingInc.com posted on their Twitter handle, new a new ring name for Chad Gable, also WWE and Fox on the SmackDown roster, and a new SmackDown intro, and of course, a dark match. That was, This was listed last night as well. Uh, um, someone um, at official R-A-W-A-I or A-L, my apologies, I cannot, I, I cannot pronounce it, my apologies. Uh, apparently, he also posted a video too, saying the Fiend attacks Cesaro after hashtag SD Live went off went off the air. So this is at 12:30 a.m. this morning as well. So a lot of people posted this, but like I said, the one video there, uh, it looks like a, it looks like a, apparently uh, it seems that the Fiend might be making a new an, another new enemy, and obviously in in Cesaro, of course, as you know in Possibly just probably getting himself prepared for, of course, the big time matchup here that will, of course, take place here. Um, uh, <clears throat> and uh, it's kind of specious just to see that here, folks. It's big time here. The way what WWE has become, what they started doing, and everything like that, it's just been very, very freaky. So. Uh, on so on that on that note here, folks. Like I said, uh, we'll have to we'll definitely be watching the situation involving, of course, um, if the fiend did mean to do something for to the Miz and all that, but went after Cesaro instead. I'm not sure. Um, 
And of course, like I said, with the fact that in on Halloween over in Saudi Arabia, he's got Seth Seth Rollins for the Universal Title in a false count anywhere match. Uh, they're trying to keep probably Bray Wyatt busy as possible, which with a possibility that you know he may be the one that might pick up the Universal Title next. We're not sure about that, but we'll keep everybody posted to that whenever time time comes. On that note, here, folks, I do thank you very much for listening here. <clears throat> We're listening here to episode 177 of WWS Power Hour. Like I said, between 7.30 and 8 o'clock tomorrow morning, be sure to catch our next episode of WWS this morning. Where of course, we'll have a couple of uh, quick wrestling news tidbits. And we're also, we'll also be bringing you, of course, our um, – we'll also be bringing you, of course, our um, uh, uh, tomorrow's wrestling history and birthdays as well. And also remember, ladies and gentlemen, later on in the day, I will, will be posting – on WWUS on this date, I will be posting tomorrow's wrestling history and birthdays. So be sure to check. So be sure to like I said to check that out there as well. Um, but I will be. I will talk talk about that to start off your morning tomorrow morning, of course, on WWS this morning. <clears throat> so be sure to listen in on that there as well. On that note, here, folks, we thank you very much for listening, and I hope you enjoy the rest of your weekend. And we'll and hope and hopefully, like I said, we'll have a big time week going on here in the radio network coming up here next week. In the meantime, at Power Hour episode 177 is a, is a broadcast of the WWS radio network, of course, right here on talkshoe.com, where we, of course, are uh, four years older and continuing to be bolder. The radio network continues to be and will forever remain your wrestling and pop culture connection. Folks, take care of yourselves and each other. We, of course, will see you. <clears throat> we, of course, will, we will see you uh, in the ring and also on the red carpet. And as always, here in the WWS Radio Network, right here on TalkShoe.com. God bless everyone. Take care for everyone here. Uh, stay safe, of course, and we'll talk at you, of course, like I said, tomorrow morning with WWS this morning. And, of course, we'll get you geared up for our big week uh, of shows coming up here on the radio network, coming up here uh, this coming week. Ladies and gentlemen, since 2015, your source for everything in the world of pop culture, pro wrestling, and everything in between. This is, of course, the WCWS Radio Network. This is the WWS Radio Network. Have a good night, folks. With the Lucky Land Slots, you can get lucky just about anywhere. 
This is your captain speaking. Uh, we've got clear runway and the weather's fine, but we're just going to circle up here a while and uh, get lucky. No, no, nothing like that. It's just these cash prizes add up quick. So I suggest you sit back, keep your tray table upright, and start getting lucky. Play for free at LuckyLandsLots.com. Are you feeling lucky? No purchase necessary. Void where prohibited by law. 18 plus terms and conditions apply. See website for details.